Hello everyone, my name is Jojo and I'm the Dungeon Master for the Rolls We Made because the real podcast were the Rolls We Made along the way. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, if this is your first episode, the Rolls We Made is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast where we do a lot of funny goofs and we don't prepare overly much. Thank you for joining us on this first episode of our new arc, which is titled Truth or Dare. It's going to be a fun one. I certainly hope so. Um, for those of you who have listened to the roles we made for a very long time, uh, you're going to hear some music in this episode, which is going to be a level of production that we haven't really exercised before. I mean, there was one episode where we tried to mess with it, but this is a little bit more serious. Um, all of this music is licensed under the Creative Commons attribution. Uh, the music you're going to be hearing in today's episode is Terror Samples Preview by Jaifa, uh, copyright 2020, Laying Low by Admiral Bob, copyright 2020, and Kingdom Come by Thomas Fusion, copyright 2012. And the attributions for all this music will be in the description, so if you want to listen to it, you can. Uh, we're, trying, we're trying to make the show a little bit more produced as much as we can it adds a lot of time to the edit let me tell you but hopefully it's going to sound cool ultimately oh uh let's do the ad real quick uh the rules we made was brought to you by legendcraft now listen here legendcraft was a canadian woodworking business uh, from the great frozen north of canada what are they doing in canada i'll tell you they're creating cool nerdy furniture for all of your tabletop games if you head on over to legendcraft.ca you can see what they're up to right now they've just finished uh the initial production of the magna tracker and you might be going uh joe <laughs> i know this sounds wild but um what is a magna tracker well i'll tell you a magna tracker is a steel core plate with a wooden veneer that has uh guess what carving on it that lets you know a character's spell slots or a remaining health and let me tell you it looks beautiful just beautiful i have a couple of them and they are amazing if you head on over to legendcraft you can check out these magna trackers and get yourself some and hey when we're finally able to play dungeons and dragons in person again you're going to turn some heads with these bad boys use the offer code rolls remain at checkout and you can get five percent off your purchase and support this show please don't wait legendcraft.ca get over there get some cool stuff legendcraft i certainly do think that is everything um i hope you enjoy today's episode and next week it's going to be a lot more normal uh thank you and on with the show it's autumn the first day of school keen Kasher the newly elected student body president of Spring Willow Academy, stares angrily at the large portrait of herself on the landing of the grand central staircase in the foyer of her opulent home in the north part of town. She barely recognizes the portrait, and in fact wishes nothing more but to drag it back down to the basement as she did almost once a month, angering her parents who, like clockwork, would pull it back out the next night, leaving it in plain view of everyone who came to the house. Kean hated the idea that before people would speak to her, to know how amazing she was all on her own, they would be accosted by this vain portrait that to her did nothing more than drive home the idea that the only reason people liked her was she was young and rich. She had time before school. She grabbed the edges of the painting dragged it down the steps, through the foyer, living room, a guest room or two, 
and one of the servant corridors before she reached a long staircase into the cellar. She kicked open the wooden door with her heeled foot, pulled the painting into a corner, and then, turning her head to the left, she noticed that her parents had recently reorganized. The clean wooden shelves and boxes and trunks of clothes and knickknacks were separated out, moved to different spots, and there, in the middle of the room, was a table with a lacquered yellow box filled with odds and ends. Curious, Kean decided to scan through the box. What she found was nothing impressive. An old scarf, a monocle, a copper bell that was missing a handle. And then, near the bottom of the box, Kean found a pad of gilded yellow paper, elegant and refined. It was a packet of cardstock, most likely the kind of paper used for invitations for a grand party. Kean smiled when she saw it. It was quaint. She knew she had no use for guest paper. She knew that no one expected her to throw a party this year. Not Kean. Not the class president. Prim and proper. Always serious. Always down to business. Always in her own head. Always alone. Kean didn't know where the last phrase entered her mind from. She turned from the table, keeping the packet of cardstock in her hand, and ascended the staircase in silence. Somewhere in that basement, a figure clad in a bright orange robe floating off the ground smiles. It has been a few weeks since the adventure at the Mount uh, Helensky Lodge and Resort in Gersten's Readout. Uh, the three of you have returned back to what you would consider to be normal life. In terms of like things that have Ren, Ellen is hasn't woken up yet. Yeah. Um she's oh, still thank you. at the Hey, you're welcome. She's still <laughs> there's been no like change negative or positive. She's just not woken up yet. Um okay. and you haven't seen as much of your father lately, obviously, because he's been He hasn't used his pickling set yet. He has. Yeah, I'm sure, okay, I'm sure cool. a couple of times um, he's, he has done that. <laughs> but I could tell his heart wasn't in it. Heart wasn't in it, no. Hemlock, you've still been doing magic and, and having a good old time. Still the king of the still the king of whatever dorm building you live in. Um, yeah, no, things are good for Hemlock, right? Things now. are good for Hemlock. Yeah, you're, you're, you, you and Jelson have a thing going. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's what I was going to ask. You guys are like boyfriends I, or partners. We're, sorry. We're, we're, we're leading up to it. I think. Okay. I don't want to, I wasn't, I could have just, there's some, there's some big old, sparks there. There's some sparks, but it's very like high school, like, you know, little, we're kids, you know, we're just going to like, yeah. you are adolescent men. 
<laughs> 17 years old. We're, we're going to take it slow, but we're going to get there. Don't worry. And Saul, your mom is still living at home. Whatever she came to town to do, it seems like she's still been doing it. Yes, you're not 100% sure what's been going on. Don't trust that uh, woman. It is a relatively early morning. We're, we're kind of starting in medias rest with you guys living your lives. For those of you who, I mean, everyone should have listened to the previous one if you're listening to this one. Um, the gang has uh, specific goals in mind. And so I've used those in order to kind of establish what's happening with you at the start of this uh, little adventure. Salt, uh, your goal was to find a way to get minions. That was what you said to me. Yep. Dungeon <laughs> yep. <laughs> Looking for minions. Looking for minions. Those little, those little yellow guys. Those little shits. <laughs> you are at Spring Willow Academy right now. It's what are you doing to pursue this goal of getting minions? Uh, okay. You so, sort of imagine you kind of have like, just tell me where you are in the school right now. What are you trying to yeah, do yeah, to yeah. get minions? Yeah. So you said this is right before school. Right? Yeah. We'll say we'll say like there's a floating amount of time between now and the first bell um, to kind of okay. like do something. So wherever the kids tend to congregate, you know, how like you congregate on the playground or in front of the school or whatever before school starts. So, you, right, so you're in the closed quad right now. It's like an indoor quad. There's benches and people yeah. hanging out. Um, but right now, like kids are kind of just like they're, they're doing the things that you would imagine kids would be doing at the start of school. They're kind of in little groups, chatting, sitting, you know, some, some of them are kind of drinking mugs of coffee or cocoa or whatever it is kids drink now monster Are they playing pogs drinks um playing Fortnite on their phones that thing. that's probably what happens in schools because yeah, people confirm that that's what kids do before class starts now what they play Fortnite on their Must phones on their you phone. can play it on your phone yeah, yeah. oh we got out what yeah uh, <laughs> so so what are you what are you doing what's your what's your goal to get minions okay so I have disguised myself as a Fortnite character. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just going to move around between groups. Suss out the weak ones. Exactly. I'm probing for weakness. <laughs> you're probing for weakness. What's the kind of weakness you're probing for? Mental weakness. Emotional distress. <laughs> Looking for some subs. Yeah. I've had a sort of trauma recently. <laughs> It's just me. <laughs> oh, over mom. the corner. <laughs> I'm looking for people who might be outcast-ish or uh, disgruntled by something or otherwise sort of at the fringe of a group. Those are... Are you looking for some QAnon followers? Yeah. Yes. I'm like, this sounds like Heaven's Gate shit. <laughs> I'm making the Kool-Aid. Looking across the quad, you see you see a couple of you, I guess you would call like outcast kids, although it's not in terms of like consistent players that we've been dealing with in in Springwell Academy. You see Rexon sort of holding court with a few like I don't know, whatever <laughs> Springwillow's version of burnouts would be, just kind of like over one side of the quad. And then you also see Lily, she's off kind of like working on something in a corner of the quad like putting like planting a tree or kind of watering a tree but it's sort of weird because she doesn't need to be doing that it's almost like she's just kind of doing it to do it crossing the quad you see halifax and she is carrying 
a comical number of books, like <laughs> almost as tall as she is. Um, she's she's really got a lot of books in her hands. Gabrielle Union. So that's that's who. Oh, cool. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just little Gabrielle Union, purple and tiefling, <laughs> walking down the quad. And as she's going, you see that uh, Rexon and his his burnout team are kind of uh, kind of like pointing over and sort of uh, sort of snickering. And now they're sort of making their way towards. She's walking across the center of the quad, um, mm-hmm. and Rexon and his cohorts are sort of uh, sort of making their way over towards her. Um, what do you want to do? I'm gonna I'm gonna step up next to Halifax and ask her if she needs help with her books. A very unsalt thing to do. But yeah. <laughs> Shut up. You don't know. She you won't don't be know suspicious at all. <laughs> it's gonna need to be a roll to see if you can get there before Rexon and and his group get there. And you're going to need to roll plus athletic. Can't you just use you. Uh, what's the the spell you have? The I could, but I'd have to use a spell slot for it. Because I mean, it's the first episode of a new arc. We're not gonna do any boss fights. How did I get here? Oh no! Oh, oh wow. what? <laughs> I got a seven, so I guess I didn't get there in time. Inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I do have that luck thing now. That I can mm. use. You do have luck now. That is something you have. <laughs> <laughs> I think I shall use one of my lucks. Salt now has the skill Lucky, you have, which is which is sort of like the ability passed on by her deity. You have three luck points when you make an attack roll, an ability check or saving throw. You can spend one luck point to roll an additional d20. Um, you can choose to spend one after, it would be luck points after you roll, but before the outcome is determined. Uh, you choose which of the D20s is used for the attack roll ability. Um, so basically you can just choose to effectively re-roll. So you got a seven, so go ahead and, and roll again. And and now you have only two luck points remaining. Okay. I have 13. Uh, 13. That will just do it. So um, yes. you kind of uh, you kind of run over. <laughs> to Halifax, uh, and she doesn't. She doesn't see you immediately. Um, she is dressed in her Spring Willow uniform. She has holding up just her, the many, many books, and it kind of looks like she was not a hundred percent seeing where she was walking. She was sort of using peripheral vision to get by. Um, Been and, there. And it, as you get closer, you notice that um, she's kind of also like clutching onto a book with her tail. So she's probably like Aww, very much overloaded. That's adorable. Um, Wait, who has a tail? Gabrielle Union. How, oh. Yeah, oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, okay. Um, and when you get close to her, she she looks at you and she's like, oh, hi, hi, hi Salt. Um, how's it going? It's going, you know, it's as good as it could be for a day at school. So uh, can I help you with those books? It looks like you got a lot. It looks very heavy. I'm oh. very strong. <laughs> Make a deception check. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I like the way that you approached her is that you seem like the Steve Buscemi, like, hey, fellow kids. Hello, fellow, <laughs> fellow kids. I'm very strong. I am. <laughs> Just like. You're like a Drew Barrymore here about looking for that kiss and you're actually 35 oh my god never been kissed okay you have an issue you're 37 years old i got 12 plus six okay well i guess you've convinced uh (laughs) how strong did you convince halifax you are i'm about four books strong halifax goes that would be a huge help and then she she lowers um the the stack of books she's carrying um and 
she kind of motions for you to take a couple of them, and then she also moves her tail over and drops one also on the stack. So now you're carrying like maybe a fourth of the books that she had. Um, and she <laughs> she looks grateful. I'm helping. And then as she's walking forward, she sees uh, Rexon walking up with his his group of uh, burnout looking dudes. Um, aside from Rexon with his uh, his li- his Liberty Spike looking ass. <laughs> looking ass seriously there's a couple of just sort of like generic kids and then there's one kid who's just like he's just like a big boy no oh, a big boy and i've kind of established just... that like one of the things that he's just he's just big he's kind of look and his like his coat is kind of open so you can see his undershirt like he looks like he's just trying to like sort of flaunt the rules of wearing a uniform Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rexon is wearing his normal school uniform just with like a bunch of like, he's got a big chain wallet. Cause that's, <laughs> oh, God. That's sort of his, that's sort of his vibe. And Remember that for when we fight him. <laughs> yeah. Weakness. That's my one regret in life is letting him live. Yeah. We should. I, <laughs> yeah. I told you we should have left his ass. Yep. Anyway. Uh, so Rexon and his cohorts come, come up to the two of you. It, it looks like they've kind of just like blocked the path. Like Halifax tries to move to the right and they kind of stop in front of her. And then uh, Rexon goes, he, he cracks his knuckles, and he's like, nerd tax, pay up. <laughs> <laughs> he cracks his knuckles. And then the big one also cracks his knuckles, but they, they oh. crack much louderly, which is impressive yeah. because oh. Rexon's a monk, so he punches things. This guy's much bigger. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you were being accosted by school bullies, Salt. So what do you want to do? Oh man! So Use many. your pin. Call for help. That's true. I'm going to say that the two of you could not get to her in time. Wow. <laughs> there's, a, there's a reason why Slow. y'all are busy right now. Motherfucker. Yeah, that's true. I'll explain why. Also, oh, Salt could take care of her own shit. That's true. That's true. Maybe. Do we know when she's a warlock? Yeah. Oh, we do. We yeah. we fought with her in many a battle. Yeah, you guys know. The school doesn't know. Halifax knows. Uh, Halifax knows. Where's Genuine? Yeah. His ass out here. I'm going to use Thaumaturgy. Before you go on, did you know that you now have a feature called Dark One's Own Luck? What? No. Add D10 to an ability check or saving roll. Use once per rest. That's fucking sick. Holy shit. Okay. Wow. Like, you got it. I just looked over and we were talking about how now you have luck powers. And, like, you literally do, like, as a part of your kit. That rules. Damn. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. That is awesome. Um, okay. So what's, what is at stake with me, like, disguising that I'm a warlock? What are, what are the stakes of that? It's kind of like, it, it's, it's, it would be sort of like revealing that, like, you are, I, I don't know how this is, like, a fugitive. This should be a spout lore, but I think that, Salt, you would just know this. Yeah. Being a warlock effectively means like you only have your powers because you were an agent of some kind of deity for the most part. Like any deity who would want a warlock is typically pretty fucked up. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, so by virtue of the fact fair. that you are a warlock. And I am fucked up. Yeah. you And you do fucked up shit. And like yep. genuine doesn't typically warlocks, the beings they're associated with are either very chaotic or very evil. Um, right. very rare is a warlock who's like good. Um, and even though like you technically speaking do good acts, your powers come from a being that's sort of like, Hey, you know, like part of my okay. de- our deal is I need you to crash this bus, you know? 
sure, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's, sort, it's sort of like saying, like, you're basically like, you're saying, like, I'm a time bomb. That's that's basically what happens if you reveal that you're a warlock. Ah. Notice that you've never uh, met another warlock. That's that's why. It's because, like, it's sort of frowned upon. I thought I was special. No. Oh. <laughs> I thought, shut up. <laughs> no. That came in so fucking stern. It was like... I mean, you're special in the sense that, yes, you are a warlock, and, and there's there might very well not be another one. Basically, revealing a, that you're a warlock would be, like, quite a qu- quite a problem. Okay. So I'm going to use Thaumaturgy. Okay. And I'm going to use three of its effects, which you can do simultaneously. I am going to, one... Turn off all the lights, make it suddenly pitch dark. Really? Okay. Pitch dark where you guys are? Yes. I'm going to, two, make my eyes glow red. Okay. And I'm going to, three, make the ground under Ruxin's feet shake. Okay. Bitch. Okay. I'm scared. So you're right. I'm out there. So the area around you gets very dark, like, like supernaturally dark and i think uh i think as you start doing this halifax just kind of glances over i think she kind of knows that you're casting a spell (laughs) rexon sort of notices like that there's kind of this unnatural sphere of darkness kind of appearing around you like normally it just causes flames to flicker and turn off stuff but i think in this case i'll let it be like okay it's kind of a supernatural darkness is surrounding you these are just tremors that can feel the ground shaking and your eyes glowing red um what do you do with that now uh okay. That's a good question. I uh <laughs> I did not think this <laughs> did not anticipate that. I walk a little closer to Rexon and I say in my most menacing voice. Mm. Hey, hey, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh Rexon, it looks like you've triggered the demon in me. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Be very He's like, Rex is like, why am I horny right now? Uh, <laughs> make an intimidation check. Okay. This is where you might want to pop out some, <laughs> some extra juice on that one. Ooh, 18. Hell oh, yeah. Shit. Plus six. So that's a 24. Yeah. He's scared to shits himself. <laughs> I would, I was going to give you advantage. I don't think I need to. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... I think Rexon... You shits see, himself. You, he's kind of staring you down, and then you see him gulp. Yes, that's it's like... Because that's he shit himself. That was, sorry, him, that was him pooping himself, yeah. <laughs> and he kind of steps... He kind of... Him and his, his... He kind of parts, and then him and his gang part, too. And they kind of look at him sort of confused. Those... The, like, most of those effects, like, only he noticed... Yeah, um, yeah. So like they they kind of step away, and you okay. freaked them out. And I, Halifax, I have like, words. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> right. Can I have more words? Just a little more words. Yeah, you can, of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Okay. 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 So you see, Rexon, the problem is that it's involuntary. It just happens when someone's about to be an asshole. So. My mental calculus put it together, and I think that you might be the one with assholery afoot. <laughs> so, assholery afoot. You want to pull out your calculator, Rexon? 
<laughs> check that math. Whatever. You're not even worth our time. Come on. Come on, gang. And then him and his gang of burnouts start uh, start walking away. Bye-bye, coward. They're, they're, they walk off. They're kind of, And they do that thing as they're walking by people. Like, they shove someone's books down because <laughs> anyone who noticed, they need to show, like, we're still, we're still bullies. We're still um, tough. They keep going. And then uh, Halifax um, looks back and she's like, I hate that guy. Mm, Thanks. Me too. Uh, I really owe you. I really owe you salt. Like I really, I really appreciate that. Oh, don't worry about it. It's nothing. And then salt. Um, as a, it looks like Halifax <laughs> is about to start saying something else. Uh, you hear a voice from someone right next to you, and the voice says, "Move!" And you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. You glance over and you see Kian, <laughs> young Jodie Foster, Maverick Jodie Foster. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh shit! <laughs> She's one of my love interests now. now. I'm scared. <laughs> Maverick Jodie Foster. Yeah. Like, oh, please. And then uh, Halifax sees that it is Kian, and she actually steps off the path, like almost involuntarily. She's like, "Sorry, Kian." And then she's kind of staring you down, Salt, and she's like, "Out of my way." I'm sorry. That's not how you ask someone to move. Hmm. So Are what we're going to do to now is have what's called a contested roll. Ooh. Ooh. We sort of established that Kian is the, is the class president of Class 2B. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also the student council president. Um, she also lives on Maximus Mile. So the typical things that Salt has in her arsenal to intimidate people don't necessarily line up with Kian. So... Hmm. We're going to have to have you do a little bit of a roll to see if you can intimidate. Ooh. Oh, um, so fight, right. fight. This is Pacifica, this is Pacifica Northwest. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Um, so roll a D20 plus intimidation, and I will do the same. I got eight plus six. Okay. Number. 14. Thank you. <laughs> Was that right? I think so. Yes. yes. Oh my God. I win the game. Turn Oof. it off. Took my <laughs> brain off. Hard Pull the plug. Cut the power. Yeah, we're done. What did you, what <laughs> done did you get? Eight plus six, 14? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. We have to roll again. Inspiration. Okay. Did you look at the same thing? Oh, that was a three. Can't use my luck. I've still got two more. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can spend a luck to roll again. Oh, I do have that thing. Yeah. All right. That one's a 13 uh, plus six, 19. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now you only have one luck, man. You're just burning through this luck. You don't know how hey, much day you I, have. Hey. I need it desperately. It's day one. <laughs> I am very bad at rolling. <laughs> it looks like Kian's about to say something else when the way I'm going to resolve this is uh, Halifax kind of like, I guess the only way to describe this is she runs interference for you and she says, um, uh, oh, oh no! Uh, uh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta go. So I'm gonna be late to class. We're, we're really sorry, Ken. And she kind of like grabs at your wrist with her tail and kind of like hugs you away. <laughs> cute. That's adorable. That is cute. But I, I still look over my shoulder and I do the like with my free hand. I do the two things poking at my eyes and then I point at her. You poke yourself in the eye and it hurts. And you go, <laughs> gun, and then you point at her. Shit. She doesn't That's move. She doesn't minion. even like. She doesn't even look phased, and, and you walk away. But she, she you can kind of tell like she knew that you weren't gonna you, your bullshit, like oh, her bullshit didn't work on you. Um, but she also doesn't like flinch or anything. She just kind of keeps walking. This um, chick sounds hot. The, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, get get romance her so okay. that I don't have to worry about it. Halifax pulls you off to the uh, pulls you off to the side of the quad, and she's like, "Sorry, she's she, I don't know what it's been, but ever since ever since we got back from break, she's been like spooky serious. I, I don't know what the heck's going on." But interesting. Yeah. Do you know what she did? Did she go somewhere over the break? No, I. I don't know. I think maybe something happened at at her house, but maybe here. Is this bitch a warlock? I will fucking kill her. I hate warlocks. <laughs> Halifax knows. She knows. <laughs> I'm just saying there's only room for one fucking warlock. I would be shocked if she was a warlock. Like, I don't I don't think she can do magic or anything. But I mean, okay. she's, able to sense she's just been like super intense. Yeah. I think it's because the year is winding down. Okay, so she can't do shit. She's just a Dick is what I'm getting. So this is pot calling kettle black over here. <laughs> I can do shit, okay? I can fly. <laughs> I can fly. I can fly. You see, like, as Kian is walking, you see, like, um, she walks past, like, Rexon and his burnouts on the other side of the quad, and she kind of, like, stares at them, and they and they disperse more. I should have been walking around intimidating everybody. Why have I, had to, I been doing it wrong? But Halifax says, uh, but anyway, thanks for, you know, thanks for making sure I didn't get in trouble out there. That, I need to be more careful Anytime. walking through the quad with a bunch of books that someone could easily trip me and fall over. You'd think I'd know this by now. Ah, oh, dang it. No, it's fine. It's fine. And you know what? Anytime. And then Anytime. the, uh, and then the bell rings and now it's time for you to, to get to class. Assault, you gain a new resource that I'm going to call greater hold. And basically, in a situation Ooh. where you earn hold, you can choose oh, to spend oh. a greater hold, and you can just ask me a specific question. That's oh, nice. This is mm -hmm. sort of like, if you spend this, it's still going to be contextualized, but you can just ask a very specific question, and I'll just give you an answer. What did you get me for Christmas? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Now jump cut to another one of our main characters. This one, however, I think is going to be a little different. We're going to jump to you, Hemlock. Yeah, star wipe to me. So we star wipe to you. Um, this <laughs> oh, is happening. Nice. This is happening Stylish. concurrent to uh, Salt's little adventure in the quad. Hemlock, you have an appointment at the Springwell Academy Counselor's Office. Uh, uh -oh. Yes. Yes. Uh -oh. <laughs> One of your goals that you said was to sort of figure out what you were going to do after you were done with school. Who am I? The counseling office is in the administration office, which I believe is on the second floor. From or no, it's on the first floor, like near the closed quad. It's by the water fountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have a map, <laughs> and you've just been kind of sitting in this waiting area for a couple of minutes. Um, there's a small table um, where there are some scrolls that people pick up and read like the scrolls you'd have in like an office like if you had to wait like highlights for yeah like like fantasy <laughs> highlights you know maybe maybe someone dropped off like a like a fantasy egm magazine so maybe you can read about the latest video games or something oh, sweet um, they got they got Werven weekly they have Werven <laughs> weekly yeah which is a good one it's about Werven's and Werven management the dragon's digest dragon's digest <laughs> my yeah, favorite you can, you can read about so okay humor and armor is my favorite section of dragon's <laughs> digest you hear some talking by the door the door pops open and uh just a student walks out uh thanks counselor ginge and then the person walks away counselor new person ginge. <laughs> new character we have to cast them yeah who's it <laughs> oh it's scaredy 
Yeah. Oh, sweet. Gotcha. It's Scaredy Ginge. Yeah. Oh, Scaredy Ginge. Friend, friend of JoJo has fun and beyond uh, Scaredy Ginge. I've cast her as oh. the counselor yeah. Ginge. Um, looks like her late twenties. Um, she has basically like shoulder length, red hair, big eyes, and she looks like Scaredy Ginge, who you may know from Twitch. Uh, she <laughs> walks up <laughs> to the door. It looks like a. It all. It's kind of weird. It kind of looks like she's wearing almost like a bathrobe or a lab coat. Like it just looks really comfortable and made of velvet. Um, so it's sort of like the robes that uh, you've seen Professor Lewent wear a few times whenever you encountered him. She kind of uh, motions for you. So he's like. Hemlock Jones, are you here? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Perfect. What's, what's cracking? Come I'm on here. in. Okay. Um, and she motions for you to come into her uh, her office. Um, when you get into the office, you see that it is not necessarily bigger than it is on the inside, but she's kept it very spacious. Um, there's a lot mm. of posters of like motivational things, like of course. hang in there, or <laughs> and there's one that shows like a like a calendar. And the next day, it has, like, the picture of a star, and it's, like, the future's only a day away. Like, shit like that. Oh, God. Um, God damn it. Her desk is covered with, like, equal amounts of stationery, but also, like, toys. Like, she has a lot of fidget spinners and fidget keys. Does she have that thing where it's, like, the, it's, like, that swirly-looking thing that they have in doctor's offices, and you, like, move the little pegs through it like a roller coaster? She has, like, a big one of those. Like, it's on a small yes. a squat table, like, in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go play with it. Um, but she motions for you to have a seat, and then she shuts the door. And then she walks around the side of your desk, and she says, all right, Hemlock Jones. And then she pulls up a scroll and kind of unrolls it on top of her desk from where you are across her desk, and it looks to be like her school, school record. This is my permanent record? This is your permanent record, yes. Oh, man. Um, mm. She keeps, she's kind of passed through, and she's like, so, Mr. Jones, uh, why have you come to talk to me today? Uh, well, I'm a little bit directionless right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really know because, you know, the, the year is going to end. I'm going to have to make some, some choices about what I want to do. And, and, you know, my family's not really nearby and, you know, I'm here at school staying in the, the dorm and I don't, I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm just, just I'm worried about what's going to happen once I don't have the structure of Spring Willow anymore. And I don't know what I should do or where I should focus. That is very scary. And I guess that is a scary time to be dealing with it, obviously. Also, my body's changing a bunch. <laughs> like, I've got new feelings. I got, like, hair. And look, you'll see it's blue and orange on top. It's a whole thing. I see the blue and orange. Yes, that's, you know, <laughs> hey, everyone goes through. The hey, curtains huh? match the drapes. <laughs> some interesting curtains. Where do I get that pattern? Interesting curtains. Is that how it works? Uh, I don't want to know, actually. Yeah. <laughs> It okay. is. I don't know, DM, you tell me. <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. I can choose. <laughs> Break open there. a Sharpie and use the ink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen it on YouTube. It works, I swear. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, Counselor Jin, she kind of looks at your record. She goes, well, salt. Oh, salt. Sorry. Well, Hemlock. Excuse me? <laughs> Sorry, I was looking. I was, I'm Offended. Off. Jeff left. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hemlock, it looks here like you're... Grades are fine. It looks like you haven't gotten any real trouble. Although Which is so I, surprising. I don't know how my grades are fine. Well, they're they're they're, they're like C's get degrees, my man. Um, okay, sweet. <laughs> C's get degrees. I'm going to throw a word out, and if you don't believe in this word, I understand. Seems like you're a little bit uh, coasting. Would that be fair to say? Are you coasting? I don't know if I'd say, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm, co well, I guess I could say I have to be coasting because if I'm, if I'm making the grade, 
And I can tell you through the number of months that I recall uh, here in Spring Willow, it's, it seems like it's been pretty intense, but I guess I haven't had to worry about my grades and I've still been doing okay, I guess. Well, it's not just your grades. Like I'm looking here also at extracurriculars and it says that you're in the home economics club, but other yeah. than that, I mean, I mean, I've got a lot of like outside of school things that I do that aren't necessarily like related to like what? Uh, I'd rather keep, I know what it's personal. It's, um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, I mean, you've seen the things that have been happening in town. It's kind of hard to, like, take on extra stress. He's a naughty dancer. I pop up from under the... <laughs> Get out of here. I mean, I, yeah, I, guess, I guess you could say I, I'm coasting. I, I don't know if I'm coasting because I'm not trying or I just don't know what to focus on. Well, I can say that if you... I mean, we've got a couple of months left. I mean, you haven't put in any applications to any, you know, higher universities to continue your studies, which is not uncommon. Lots of students uh, tend to sort of flounder at this point, trying to figure I'm, out. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, using some words here that are she's kicking your ass. Really, kind of hurt my feelings. Well, you didn't come here for placation. You came here for guidance, so I'm providing you some guidance. Here's the guidance. Mm-hmm. Right now, you have a good chance to kind of do anything, and it sounds like you're kind of suffering from a little bit of mm, decision paralysis. Being too good at everything, I get it. <laughs> Yep. Your words. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> how about this? And she hands you. Uh, she reaches into her 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 desk and opens it, and she pulls out like like a clutched pile of pamphlets, like a bunch. Of them. Oh God! And she kind of lays them out in front of you. And what's curious is these pamphlets. They aren't like I'm calling them pamphlets just because like that's what Hemlock would have thought they were when he looked at them. They all look like folded up like parchment with a symbol on every single one of them, uh, like combinations of simple geometric shapes. One of them is a, is a circle with uh, like a diamond in it. One of them is like a square with three smaller squares inside of it. So it kind of looks like a cube in a cube or a couple of cubes in a single cube. Um, one of them is a circle with like a like a triangle in it, and actually, I want you to make a uh, I want you to make a an intelligence check, right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, eleven plus what's my intelligence? Do I have anything? Uh, plus two, so thirteen. You feel like you've seen one of these symbols before, but you actually I know what a circle is, <laughs> but but you don't you don't exactly remember where. Like you just know you feel Shit. like you've you've seen one of these symbols on these pamphlets before. Like in our adventures as of as so yeah. far. Yeah. Okay. Um over the course of your adventures, you feel like maybe you've seen one of the symbols on these parchments. Um hmm. but you don't you don't know exactly which one. You just have this sense of like deja vu that you've seen one before. Jin says, um, there are a lot of institutions of higher learning, higher education that would be more than happy to take someone on. There's also a lot of different, you know, orders of study and I mean, she kind of glances you up and down and she says, militaries, but that doesn't really seem to be your bag. Um, nope. No, definitely, definitely not. That's, that's fair. What's important, though, is you just need to kind of pick something. That's all you have to do. Pick something and commit. But what if it's wrong? That's life. <laughs> Here. She kind of pushes them forward and she's like, take a chance. Pick one of these. 
This is gambling with my life. Jesus. Hey, if the problem is not being able to make a choice, making a choice is the way to solve it. This is making real life me very anxious right now. No. <laughs> um, she's provided you just, yeah, just a, a series of, of pamphlets with geometric shapes on them. There's no other information on the pamphlets. It's just the shape. Nope. Just the wow. shape. Wow. Okay. Uh, how many are there? I'm going to say there's like 10. Oh, dang him. <laughs> All right. I mean, it doesn't even really. Am I going to choose one right now? Is that what's happening? I don't know. All I've done is I presented you the pamphlets. Okay. I'd like to. Can I, can I take these with me, Counselor Ginge? She says, hmm. I'd like to think about it. And then she goes, no. And she takes the pamphlets and she piles them back up together. Oh. And then she opens up her drawer and she puts them back in and she shuts it. Hemlock. What, the key to having a direction is to pick a direction. Tell you what. She, she, uh, she writes, she takes a little card and she writes down something and she's like, um, take this to the librarian. It's a series of personality tests, things that can help you sort of figure yourself out a little more. And then when you come back, maybe we can talk about what you really feel like doing. Okay. And she goes, and hey, and she reaches down and she pulls out this big lollipop in the shape of a cat's head. <laughs> and she's like, do you want a lolly? It's a catty pop. I do. You take the lolly. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> the bell rings. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> so you're going to be in class with this big fucking lollipop. Nice. Yeah, everyone's going to be jealous of me, I know. Everyone will be jealous. <laughs> and now we are going to go to everyone's favorite bard. Um, so, Ren, you are not actually at school right now. You are um, oh, basically you say like, at the hospital. <laughs> oh, no. You are at the hospital. Yeah. Oh, no. But you are not visiting your mom right now. Oh. Um, just, am I a candy striper? Do you know what those are? They're high school kids who volunteer at the hospital. Yeah. yeah. No, you are not a candy striper. Damn. Yeah. But that was that's a good Shame. poll. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, no, I got it from the OC. Yeah, you're not a king striper. Um, <laughs> you are at Doctor Helen's office, um, where she provided you, like, in, in a way to kind of help you figure out how you're feeling about things. Um, she gave you a, a book of stories on the what is effectively the first bard, yes, uh, named Throd Flutknife. You guys have you you have met with Doctor Helen like several times over the course of like these couple of months since, since that happened. And so like, I guess my, my question is sort of like, how has that been going? Like how have your sessions with Dr. Helen been going? How, did you, did you actually, did you read through like all of the books? Yes. Okay. I did read through the book. Okay. Um, <laughs> then here's the other question. Did you find it helpful or not? You can kind of just I say generally whether or not you think Ren would have found this this book helpful. I think she would have found it helpful. Okay. With all all the issues she was struggling with with her heroness. <laughs> all the issues uh -huh. she struggled with her heroness. Okay. You are in Dr. Helen's office. You are sitting on the couch, and uh, Dr. Helen is sitting on the chair next to you. This is one of those sessions where Dr. Helen has asked you to kind of like. She's placed like a couple of a couple of like different things for you to like interact with, like to basically like explore and figure out ways to talk about like how you're feeling. Um, so there's like ink blots, there's like photos, there's um, well not like photos, but like you know pictures, 
drawings, mm-hmm. I guess. Illust- I keep forgetting that there's not like what technology <laughs> does and doesn't exist in our Dungeons and Dragons adventure because we have fucking cars, but like. Um, and obviously your uh, lemonade or whatever it is you choose to drink. I think it was water with lemon, um, mm-hmm. which is almost a lemonade. It's two thirds lemonade. It's cleansing. And obviously, like, there's the big book of, of Throd Flute Knife stories. Dr. Helen is watching you, like, basically use one of these things. So what, which one is the one that Ren would have been messing with? I'm going to go with the ink blots. I know it's kind of cliche. Okay. And this is this is what's tricky, right? Is because this is a fully audio medium, and also like Emma and I are not in the same room. So yeah, I can't really like <laughs> hold up ink blots for for uh, Ren to look just, at. Just just paint me a picture, Joe. Just paint me a picture. If you tell her what it looks like, it defeats the purpose of her telling you what it looks like. <laughs> what's it look like? <laughs> Here's an ink blot that looks kind of like a butterfly. What does Ren see? <laughs> can I can I take it back? Can we rewind and I pick the book instead? God, I would love that. Um <laughs> it's like a like a leather bound, like reddish tinted book. You're flipping through and you uh basically picked a story of one of Throd's adventures that you wanted to kind of like discuss with uh Dr. Helen. And actually like Ren would know the story, but I'm going to need you to roll Spout Lore to see which one you actually pick. So this would be just plus um, plus wisdom. Okay. My wisdom's what? Fucking nothing. <laughs> I think. Or maybe I think. Oh, yeah. Plus nothing. Oh. It's 11. Okay. <laughs> A two. Oh, no. We're starting out this arc hot. <laughs> you pick a particular passage that you wanted to talk with Dr. Helen about. And one of the things about his story is it kind of begins with, uh, with tragedy. The, the basic legend is Throd lived in a small village in Skaladin. And then one day somebody he really cared about died in a very like, it wasn't heroic. It wasn't like, it's more like one of those, one of those ways when someone dies, when it's sort of just like, stupid i can't believe this person died in this way that's i mean this is the example i think of like slipping on the stairs in the garage you know oh oh like in uh <laughs> like in that rick and morty episode where he plays the game where he's yeah the yeah so the end of the end of uh of uh roy when he falls off yeah. the ladder and so just like at, dies from falling carpet but- <laughs> yeah and he dies and that's the end of the game god anticlimactic love very anticlimactic um and Ren, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Ren actually like you you tell me who was this person to Throd? Was it a was it like was it like a parent? Was it a friend? Was it a, a loved one? Like actual someone they were intimate with? Does this gonna determine who dies in my life? <laughs> it was someone he I'm saying like the re- part of the reason why Dr. Helen gave you this book is there's there's obvious parallels between you and Throd Flute Knife in the sense that you have also undergone some pretty significant tragedy with a friend and a parent. Maybe not necessarily yeah. a loved one, but that's that's two of three, which is something. <laughs> I'm gonna say it was a parent. Okay. Um that someone died. Okay. Um, mother. <laughs> it was apparent that someone. God damn it. Um, I'm gonna say father. So you're talking about how um, 
Throds, you wanted to bring up the story of basically what, what kind of kicked off the adventures of Throd Flute Knife, which was his father died in just an anticlimactic pick your Roy ending, and that's the one he got. Um, <laughs> and Helen hears you sort of like, sort of recounting the story. Um, my thinking is that like Ren would, would Ren actually say like she kind of sees this as sort of a story that kind of matches her situation? Yeah. Okay. Parallel. Um, make another. Make another spout lore roll. With wisdom. Yes. Ten. That's sort of neutral. So. Oh, cool. The way that Throd's story kind of goes, um, he travels across the islands of Skaladin to kind of adventure to kind of like bring bring his father back to life to talk to them. Hmm. It, it, you're thinking that maybe Dr. Helen has like multiple volumes of this book because you do, like there's a lot of adventures. Throd does a lot of cool shit um, in order to kind of enact this plan of kind of like bringing his father back to talk to him. Um, so uh, you don't actually know how his story ultimately resolves. Um, the the book just kind of ends with one of his more just a, just another adventure he goes on, and uh, Dr. Helen says, um, "Well, you tell me, Ren." Why do you think Throd was it was so important for him to talk to his father again? Why was it so important to him? Yeah. Maybe the last time they spoke wasn't very wasn't on great terms. And he wanted better closure. Hmm. Wanted better closure. Emma, are you crying in real I life? I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I was watching a lot of Pixar this weekend, okay? <laughs> a lot of Pixar movies. Oh, beep, sorry. Dr. Helen, did, did we describe what Dr. Helen looks like? Did we compare her to an actress yet? I don't think, I don't we, think did. we did. I think we forgot the therapist. I would have picked Lauren Graham. That would have been who I picked. Ooh, let's switch. Okay, but so. could she not have Lorelai's personality? Oh, of course not. No, she's a therapist. Because that's um, too fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to talk really fast. That is your therapist? Jesus, that would be rough. Would, yeah, that would be that ridiculous. Yeah, because she's got her shit together, huh? <laughs> I would say the Lauren Graham from Parenthood, but they're really the same character. Really? She has that same manic Are you coffee energy. Lauren, Lauren Graham from original Gilmore series or the Netflix revival when she's older? Was she different? Uh, she was about I mean, the same. Vibes, she's about the same, but I'm just thinking about like age wise. She wasn't as quick. Yeah, she was a little bit more like, she was a little bit more chilled out. Yeah, just yeah. A, I want a long, little longer in the tooth. Hey, that same yeah. stretch of road is a little longer than it yeah. used to be, huh? Finally settled down with Luke. We all just wanted it to happen. That's all we wanted. Seven years and then many years after. <laughs> it's that. all Stars yeah. Hollow wanted, yeah. you know? Anyways, back to my sash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Lauren Graham, uh, Dr. Helen, um, she uh, she says that's just a part of, part of life, honestly. I mean, you never really know when the last time you're going to say something to someone, but that's... I guess I can see why this would be hitting you particularly hard right now. Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> she she kind of, she smiles actually when you do this. Cause I actually think this isn't the first time you've razzed her about this. <laughs> uh, oh, what? I'm in a therapist's office. However, did I get here? Uh. Um, uh. Dr. Helen, she kind of leans in 
um, and she she puts her hands on her on like she she cro- she puts her arms on her knees like she's trying to like let's get real you know let's get serious. Oh, did she turn her chair around? She did not. Yeah. It's a very big, heavy chair, and she loves that goof, but she's not one to do. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Helen says, um, "Ren, mm. <laughs> Ren of her, Ren of." <laughs> <laughs> what if Ren had like a really elaborate name? <laughs> Ren Leficent. Releficent. Ren Leficent. Well, Leficent. I, I think we said Ren was like Nebanese for wrench or something like that. Yeah, that's um, what it was. <laughs> yeah. Wrench. Um is humor typically the first place you go when you want to say something? Yeah. I'd say it is. Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever felt that maybe that was a defense? Yeah. (laughs) I think it is. Big fucking breakthroughs happening right now. (laughs) Oh, I'm thinking about my own life, too. (laughs) She's not talking in character. (laughs) Wait a second. (laughs) Dr. Helen um, leans back and she says, People know you as a your life of the party. You're funny. Everyone wants you around, but correct. Right now, you're in a situation where you just want to be able to talk to someone who, for the most part, kind of just sees you goofing. I mean, right now, that's that's where things are. Can't really come back in and say something. And I bet you sort of wish it would have been nice if you had said something a little more honest, a little more straightforward, a little more. And she kind of just taps her chest, like from the heart, but she doesn't actually say that. Mm-hmm. How does Ren react to that? I look off into the middle distance, <laughs> realizing she's correct. <laughs> and then I go, yeah, I think you're right. The um, cloud moves overhead and overcasts <laughs> the room. I Charlie Brown out of the room. <laughs> I make a fart noise to break tension. Yes. Well, actually, do you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think I think she I think she actually really laughs kind of hard at that. She's like, <laughs> "Nice, that's funny." Um, I'm sorry. I just I don't know why it's so hard for me to be real. Well, because being real is scary. I mean, that's mm. that's literally you saying, "I'm going to make sure that no matter what." I don't have a way out of how I'm feeling right now. I'm going to just be vulnerable. Being vulnerable is scary, Ren. And I think that's actually, if you will permit me to say, yes. I feel as if your humor is a very, very strong defense from feeling vulnerable. But if you're not vulnerable around anybody, what's the good in it? Sometimes it's good to be vulnerable in front of the people you love. I mean, that's why they're around. So you could be that person, at least some of the time. Mm-hmm. Me in the background. I only like you because you're funny. There's <laughs> that, Ren. Tell us a joke. Do a joke. Do a trick, clown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this hits me where I live. <laughs> Helen, uh... Dr. Helen stands up and um, she... Wait, is my doctor's name's Helen and my mom's name's Helen? Oh, I was really making it rough. Your mother's first name is Ellen. 
Oh, Ellen. Yeah. Oof, I forgot because she's been gone for so long. <laughs> um, if you want, you can. If you want, we can have you talk. Like, like Doctor Helen has gotten comfortable enough that you can call her by her first name. Um, her name is Isaiah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Mm, nice. She gets up and she uh, she walks over to like um, the big the big s- case of books that she has in her office, and she's kind of thumbing through a bunch of them. And she pulls out uh, another thick, heavy volume, um, and she kind of flips through it a little bit, and it looks like she's trying to like look something up, and then she shuts it and she puts it back, and she um, turns back to you and she goes, um, "Listen, Ren, I, I know this is this is going to be a tough thing, but maybe it would be helpful if, in a safe way, you were honest with." The people in your life. Tell them how you feel. Tell them your your fears and your and your doubts and what's really going on with you. Because maybe going forward, you would never have that feeling of if only I had said something different. You know. Oof. And then I think I do. And then unless he's going to kill soon. <laughs> Ren, you hear the distant bell of Spring Willow Academy. Oh. oh. School, and then as uh, Isaiah goes, um, so you, I already wrote you a note, so you're you're good. Um, oh, sweet. To what time? <laughs> <laughs> she she looks at the she she walks over and she writes up. Uh, she's like, well, it only takes five minutes to get over there, but uh, she 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 kind of crosses out the the time. <laughs> she's like, like, I think uh, I think you I think if you had a free morning, that might be pretty much the best yeah i'm emotionally compromised yeah i'm compromised (laughs) i'm seeing i'm seeing i gotta get some tim hortons white now (laughs) so i'm in the i'm in like the hospital hospital yeah you uh can i go peek over and look at my mom longingly through her window no no no. i think that that's just that was always part of the plan i think that you you you're sort of doing these morning sessions so you can like um so you so you do have a chance to like visit your mom before you go before you go to school basically. I'm sure that you visit her every morning regardless because the hospital is yes. near the school, but I think in this context like you just have extra time today. Um you leave Dr. Helen's office and as you are leaving, um you see that someone is in the waiting room. It looks like that they are waiting for uh Dr. Helen um, next. Hmm. Um, who is it? Or is that confidential? Uh, you don't know who this person is. Um, they are a young woman about, I'm going to say about maybe 17 or 18. Mm -hmm. Um, they have, they, they're wearing what, uh, what we would call sort of like, uh, punk Rocky sort of makeup. Okay. Um, she has like uh, <laughs> she has like black lipstick and like black eyeliner, and she has like a lot of like her like I think her ears are very slightly gauged. Uh, I haven't actually decided who this who's who's playing this person. I'm gonna have to kind of pick through. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to, gonna have to cast this person soon. Um, but uh, she she has about um, shoulder length hair that's almost done like it, it almost looks like it was it was supposed to be like a bob. Like, like she was trying to have like like a classic hairstyle that she kind of just like slightly fucked up to be a little frizzy. <clears throat> She's wearing like like a leather jacket um, 
like a Spring Willow Academy skirt and like fishnets with a bunch of runs in them. Like she's kind of sort of not giving a fuck. She's reading something. And as you walk out, she looks up at you. I don't think she says anything. I think she just kind of just kind of makes eye contact with you for a little bit. Is this your potential? I feel electricity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hi. Uh, and as soon as you say hi, um, Isaiah comes up and she's like, uh, next. And then um, the the girl who was sitting there puts down her, her paper and she stands up. And um, she's about, she's she's a little taller than you. Ooh. I can respect that. But not, but not by much. And she goes, um, well, bye. And then she walks oh. into the, the, and then the office I, and the door shuts. I go, later days. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're gonna we're gonna jump cut forward a little bit to lunchtime. Um, It is now lunch. Lunchtime. And the three of you uh, have sort of reconvened together, which I would imagine is on the roof. Y'all eat lunch on the roof. Yeah, always. Yeah, the roof is like our spot, yo. Yeah, so We've you, made it our spot. You kind of meet back up, and uh, I think this is the first time y'all have seen each other today. So how does how does that look? What do y'all say to one another when you see each other for the first time? <sighs> mm-hmm. the nerds. What's up? Okay. Oh, oh we're, we're doing that? Okay. We're doing Fuck that. <laughs> we're doing that. <laughs> yeah, we're doing all right. So what's going on? What's the haps with everybody? How's everybody feeling? How's everyone's feelings? You know, Who wants to start? I'll start. Okay. I feel irritated. I feel wronged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel slighted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I feel an arch nemesis upon me. Oh. Expand. Yes. Her, her name is... Uh, it's Kian. It's Kian. Yeah, you don't have to oh. They know who Kian is. The class president chick. Yeah, that one. Didn't you have a weird thing with her? What? When, <laughs> no, I mean, you were looking for Dell and you went to the office and she was like, what do you want, Hemlock? I mean, Hasn't she always kind of been a She's, she's a bit. A dick. Yeah, she's a bit. Um, what's the word? A huge asshole. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, she's as, got soon it, she's as, you, as soon as you say that, Hemlock, <laughs> you hear someone go, well, then maybe I won't give you this. And then... Uh-oh. Oh, no. You turn to see who it is, and it is Kian. And she Uh-oh. is kind of being flanked by a few girls and boys. It looks like they're members of maybe a student council, but you're not 100% sure. Mm. Um, minions. She's got minions. She's got minions. I was going to give you one of these. Well, but you know what? It really doesn't matter whether I wanted to give it to you or not. I'll just let it decide. Um, she hands out what look to be three envelopes. And she holds the first one out to you, Ren. Okay. Thank you. I will take this <laughs> and I will show my appreciation. <laughs> even though I don't know what the fuck it is. Thank you. And as soon as you touch it, feel it's like a it is just like an envelope, but as soon as your hand touches it, you actually feel the paper start to open on its own. Yeah. You guys, there's cool. magic in these papers. <laughs> um it didn't ask for consent. The paper oh. um flips open and it reveals a 
piece of fine cardstock with uh, gilding around Ooh. the side, gold gilded edges. And you see words start to suddenly appear on the card itself. Um, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're next. I like this makes me feel afraid. <laughs> Good use of the word feel. Two renificent staff. <laughs> yep. I like it. Um, okay, who told, first of all? Are, you are cordially invited to the celebration of the 18th birthday of Key and Kasier at her residence, and then it gives her the address. Uh, on this day, and it's only like, it's like I think the next night. Um, really? The next night, it's a little late notice. First of all, that's very rude. You only give the leftovers. And then underneath it, it says... <laughs> Food, games, fun, and surprises. And then beneath oh, that, you see, um, well, you see several things, actually. Okay. You see, like... Can they see it, too? Yes. Like, she's can. not giving them the invitation, but they kind of just huddle around me. Well, 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 we'll get to that. So, like, um, so it shows, at the center, it shows what looks to be, like, a big tent, almost like a big top tent. Um, mm -hmm. And to the left of that, it shows the only way I can describe it is like a midway. Like it looks like a like a carnival or something like that. Like there's a big wheel and it looks to be like smaller tents and things. And then on the right, it looks like like th this is like a small, almost like a wireframe drawing. Like someone quickly sketched it um, of like a like a big feast. And there's like a stage where someone's performing. And what's fascinating about this invitation is like they're all moving and it almost seems like you can almost feel like there should be sound coming from it, from how they're moving. Fucking like. Harry Potter shit. And then um, she goes, well, great. I guess, uh, well, you're invited. And she actually oh, cool. like, you, you sort of see like, weirdly enough, right? You're good at reading people. Like you can see, she kind of warms up to you a little bit. She's like, I look forward to having you come to my party. And then she hands, yeah. uh, she hands one to you, Hemlock. Do you take it? <laughs> <sighs> I take it. I take it. And the same thing happens. Ah! <laughs> Do you scream like that? <laughs> Dear, and then Hemlock's first name that no one gets to see, um, Jones. <laughs> uh, she knows my first name. The invitation does. Um, mm -hmm. You are cordially invited to blah blah and blah. You see the same thing, and it has the date and everything like that. You have an invitation. She's like, I, "Well, I haven't, I haven't RSVP'd yet." I, <laughs> Does she seem like she's warming up to him too? Yes. Uh -oh. Okay, it's actually this, very this noticeable. Seems... It's almost, it's almost like uh -huh. the switch has gone off. Like, this is a good person, almost. Uh -oh. And then she hands uh -oh. one to you, Salt, and she's like, "Let's see." <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Take it. Okay. Maybe I will do what I want. In my own time. So I take it. <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to, not because, because I wanted, wanted to. to. And I open it. <laughs> Salt. <laughs> Hold on. That's not up to you. Oh, shit. What? Salt, you reach out to touch this piece of paper. Uh-oh. And it recoils at your touch. You cannot actually. Oh. Oh. <laughs> And she says, uh, well, well, the one person who I was sure would get to go doesn't get to go. And then she puts the, the, the envelope back in her pocket. 
Why? Oh. All right. First of all, you're being real weird. Second of all, <laughs> you're being real weird. I'm being real weird. <laughs> this, this from you. I mean, do you hear yourself talk like 90% of this podcast? Is this Doom Patrol? This is Doom Patrol. <laughs> First of all, I'm just glad to see that you finally joined the circus as you've oh. been well equipped to Me do. Me and Hemlock are just like, oh, check, please. Oh. <laughs> Second of all, it looks pretty lame. I mean, how old are we now? Uh, 18? I don't know, Salt. Hmm. Did you see the invitation? It moved and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that seems pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're very easily like impressed by this. Keen goes, if you would like to RSVP, you need only tell the invitation and then you can come. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I mean, I hate to say it, but my parents kind of went all out for this, for this celebration. So please come, except for you, Salt. You don't get to go. Wait, 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 wait. We, wait, we wait. don't go anywhere can, without salt. Yeah. Can, do we get a plus one? Yeah. Can we have a plus one? Because what? if salt can't go, then I'm. Tell you what. She she hands you she hands you uh, Ren another one of the invitations, and she says, "You can have a plus one. Just give that to someone who you think should get to go." Okay. It does not work on salt. <laughs> you know that's immediately what you're gonna try. Salt. <laughs> oh, you did, did you see my wink? How did you? <laughs> It's gonna be a lot of fun, and and then the other the other uh, all the all the student council kids they're like yeah yeah a lot of fun yeah uh, wait a second uh, all right okay we wait we wait till she's out yeah, of yeah I wish like no she's not behind me <laughs> she's going around doing the same thing to lots of people oh yeah yeah no, yeah, no, yeah we yeah, know yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. special yeah can yeah. you uh, excuse me DM we need to have a conversation just want to have a little table talk uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you guys she was acting pretty fucking strange and yeah. her weird little minions mm -hmm. were acting strange so no weird shit I'm seeing visions we go of that to other party. guy Wait, but Every before, yeah. okay now before you say that Ren I, I need you to kind of her her weird behavior the only one who has a context for that is salt right now but she just told us about it right before she walked up be weird. but you didn't, it didn't from weird. your perspective all that happened was she came up and just invited you to her birthday okay all right so we guys. don't so we, here's the deal so we can't be like she's weird she's being fucking weird well, salt, well salt, now you're just sounding yeah, crazy salt, you would okay, say that okay you know what you know what <laughs> she has a group of minions Okay. You mean the student council? They were all voted officials. None of them are minions. Let's double check this. Salt, are you anti-minion? Are you anti-democracy? If given the opportunity, if given the opportunity for minions, Salt, you would turn down some minions. Hemlock, did I say I did not want minions? Where did I say that? Well, I just you're, okay. you're really Wanted. criticizing somebody for having minions over here. It's yeah, little... because I should have minions. What? That's me that's talking about. Wait, that's not a counter argument. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but she's also talking to me and Hemlock <laughs> Jones. So <laughs> we're like, yeah. <laughs> All this checks out. So we can go to the party. I guess you and I can go to the party. Yeah, you but guys listen, have fun. Okay, well, first of all, Salt, you already said you didn't want to go. Yeah. Yes, right. Were I you just trying to play it cool? I don't need to go to the circus. I'm I take Salt's hand and I go, listen, you need to start being more vulnerable with people. 
Also, oh my God, <laughs> what has happened? Salt. What is happening? I want to ask: Have you ever been invited to a party before, Salt? That's a really good question. Of course, I have. No, 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 no. We don't get to just say that. What? You need to roll for it. Has Salt? Oh, oh, I have to roll party. for party. Well, she party hop. Have to party that roll? last episode. I, yeah, I party like... roll anthem right now. Party roll anthem. Here we go. Nineteen. <laughs> Nineteen. Let me see. I don't. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you have you have um, been invited to a few parties recently as a result of like your your spike in popularity. The parties that you have not you have been invited to thus far have not been by anyone who lives on Maximus Mile. So, but what I'm saying is like. The, the the invitation salt would know this the invitations that they got were like fucking choice like <laughs> yeah if it's from kian you haven't been invited to a party like this oh oh, oh, oh. okay this ain't okay. no kegger this ain't okay. no kegger this ain't no kegger this is a legit like this is legit you gotta have a you have to have a coat to get to this. And place. just and ju- yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fun on a blind for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what if okay, so she's inviting like everyone at school, right? Yes. You live on the same road. What if we try and just sneak you in yeah. through the back? Just oh, crash. I was planning on it. Look at oh. I, I don't know if I if I have to tell you, but you have magic. You could probably crash this shindig. Yeah, dumbass. I was gonna. Okay, you know what? Now I don't even want to invite you to my birthday party. Yeah. I will come anyway. Because you can't stop me. <laughs> That's accurate, I think. <laughs> well, I'm glad we have now set the stage for what this adventure will entail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Shenanigans. Um, and actually, uh, on that note, you guys are kind of you guys are kind of talking with with Salt about like we're gonna get you in somehow. That that was sort of the gist. And Salt, you're you're hearing your friends speak to you. Am I? You were at first. It's basically right after Ren said we're gonna sneak you in. You see, one second it's not there, and then it is. Walking up towards your table, a bit taller than you remember actually, a combination creature that looks to be like a cross between a horse and a velociraptor with long talon claws. Y'all two can't see it. Only Salt can see it. It walks up. I'm wondering where your ass was. And then you get to hear the following booming, wonderful voice. Yeah, I've been a little busy for a while. But here's the thing, Salt. You have to get into this part. May I inquire as to why? Next time on the Rolls we make. <laughs> <laughs>